All right, all right. What's up, Tim? What's going on, Dennis? How's everything going? I'm doing good, man. I'm really happy that we're back on our fifth episode of Steel Sharpened Steel. Steel. That's it. What's up, baby? Uh, Everything is good. It's got to be. There's no other way. That's right. Tim, we were talking um, how both men and women can be emasculated and we're you know focused under in the area of the male because you know we're males and yeah. our, our experience has been through that uh you know through the fact that we're males mm-hmm. and uh something that came up is um that people a lot of times will stay in relationships because or do things around the world because mm-hmm. of fear it's not that they're even when they're like being violent or they're being uh yeah, scary or they're bullying a lot of times it's from a sentiment of fear correct so uh, i think today we should focus a little bit around that word fear and what that means for yeah people men and women and how they navigate the world yeah what do you think what do you think in regards to um how people for example in relationships how does fear uh how does fear illustrate a person's or how does fear dictate a person's relationship well fear in a relationship is not willing to be exposed or not willing to be exposed or look into what you know is true what you think is true and possibly what is true Mm. so you're saying that fear can confuse us of the truth absolutely or it stops us from understanding what really is the situation so or, or really the person what the person is or what the person represents because we're talking about relationships interesting mm-hmm. yeah so what you're saying is that we create an image of a person in our head in our heads correct sometimes it creates an image of a monster in our heads that's true and monsters are scary that's right so fear can so how can people men, so I guess people can then... Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> relationship. Dealing with some people, uh, counseling them, and they've been together seven, eight years, mm-hmm. okay? <clears throat> and uh, so the woman calls me up, hey, you know, and uh, we're talking, you know, all, all three of us, the husband and the wife, and the husband <clears throat> got mad at the wife about something she said. She said something that he felt emasculated by. And he says, well, what do you want to do? Like you want to fight? Yeah. No way. And so when that was introduced into the conversation, the woman became fearful. I can't beat this guy up. This is my husband. Yeah, yeah. I'm not stronger than him. And how mad is he? So see, all of these things, like you said, and her head started going around. Is he mad enough to fight? Mm -hmm. Is this an invitation to fight? And where's all of this coming from? There's probably been some evidence of stuff that she's seen because we kind of like, maybe she's like diagnosing the situation and can see like, oh, he looks mad and he's throwing things or, you know, his behavior, that his scary behavior. Right. So then she also puts that into the equation, right? Exactly. So then fear just comes bigger than she is right. or bigger than the marriage vows right. you know or bigger than what she knows of him up to that point that's true it's interesting because a lot of people get into I think the majority of the people who get into relationships 
don't know their other person. It's very rare, I think, that people actually know who their mate is. And one of the reasons why I say that is because a lot of times we are we we present the better version of ourselves, of course, to the significant other, so they don't, so that we can sure end up together, right? Yeah. But once you live with that person, then all of a you sudden, let your guard down. Yeah, you like be you yeah. become the real person of exactly. you know the behind the closed doors person, right? Right. So a lot of people find out who the other person is when those doors close behind. You well, know? you know, some of the things I've um, suggested to couples is to put them on a probation, just oh, like yeah. you would a job. You know, you need to ask idea. questions and you need to put this person, you don't have to use the word probation. No, we are you talking about probation if, when do you put someone in probation? Well, I'm just like, okay, you, you want to know what this person's done. Okay, maybe you fall in love with some uh, woman that's just got out of prison. Okay, and you go like, oh, okay, and you know, she did some whatever. And, uh, but you really like her and you guys hit it off and, but you, you're kind of hesitant now because you hear about prison. Ooh, wow, that's, that's not a good thing. It's I don't scary. know if I can bring you home and <laughs> introduce you to my mom and dad, you uh -huh. know, my family. Yeah. And so the thing of it is, you know, you can put this person based on the information you find from them. It's just like an interview. You interview this person, you ask questions, you set boundaries, okay? And then from there, you look at this person's behavior, you pay attention to their belief system mm -hmm. and how they feel. My God, there's a process to that. Nobody goes into a relationship like that, Tim. Like we, right. most people don't even think about having those kinds of uh, almost filters. Sure. And red flags start popping up all over the place and they even ignore those. Right. It's almost like this hopeful, romantic type of approach. Like, no, this has to be the person that exactly. saves me. Exactly. A lot of times it's like, this has to be the person that saves me. Yes. Or this has to be the person that I can use. Will make me complete. Right. Will complete me. And when you say complete, the definition of complete is very vague because what does that yes. mean? What does complete me mean? Right. Because, because for example, if, I'll give you an example. I, when I got into a relationship with my current wife, right? Uh-huh. My current wife, like I'm gonna have. <clears throat> but, you know, Nadi is, is a beautiful woman who's giving me a lot of love. And we have a really cool relationship. But I had these expectations of her. Right. Right? Like, I saw Nadi as like, she's gonna come take care of my daughter. She's gonna come and take care. She's gonna come. Man, she's, she's gonna fight for me. Uh -huh. So I had this list of things. Yeah. Of who she was supposed to be in my life. And we had our arguments because... To her, she's like, when, what, when did somebody tell me that this is something that you wanted? Yeah, nobody notified nobody me of all of this. You know, I'm but signing I, up for this. But I'll get angry. I will, right. I will get angry when she wouldn't do certain things be, because I, I thought that was the right thing yeah. for her to do as yeah. a woman. You were sure. supposed to. So there was a lot of like culture. There was a lot of like society pressure in my type of thinking towards right. my significant other. Uh -huh. You know, we, she, she's. Man, she's a beautiful soul because she's patient. So she yeah. was able to work with me. To yeah. those, you know, one thing that she did for me is I acted like a completely jackass sometimes. Sure. Not the right way. And I just remember this one time when she just, she saw me acting like a fool. And she's like, I'm not afraid of you. I, you know, I'm, you know, she's pretty much like, yeah. and I remember that made me, it almost like, it was like putting water on a fire. Right. Because it was like, no, I'm not gonna allow for you to do this, whatever you're doing. You're better than that. Yeah, you're, you're better than that, yeah. And, I've, and and it goes back to, again, communication. Yeah. She could have easily fought me. Sure. She could have easily, you know, you, you've, you, why are you acting like this? You're just being disrespectful, X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. But she said, 
she allowed me to be wrong uh-huh. because I went through my behavior. Yeah. And when the behavior was done, it's like a child pouting and throwing yeah, fit. Sure. When I was done with that, <clears throat> it was like, no, we're not going to do that. Right. Because I love you and because this is not good for the relationship or, you know, many right. different reasons. But communication was really important for me and that sh- she didn't fight me. Correct. It, she didn't saw. She didn't see it as a challenge. Right. She saw it as an opportunity. Maybe she didn't see it, but God gave her the, the, the you know. Well, she was mature enough. Oh, man. It, and loved you enough. So all of that I, go together. Right. I think that's that's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. To say, hey, you know what? I know that you're better than this, even if you're not acting like that right now. And she knew it. And that's another thing. Um, <clears throat> well. And she challenged you to be better. Right. That's but, really what it was. But challenged me without challenging me. Does that make Correct. sense? Correct. She didn't yes. challenge me to a fight. Correct. She challenged me to look within. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's hard for people. When people are in conflict, it's hard for people to remind themselves, remind them to go inside of them versus right. like, let me let you feel what I, the rage that I'm feeling. Exactly. Right? exactly. So communication and fear. We're, we're in this topic of fear. A lot of times we are behaving because of fear. Yes. And other people will then react to us with their own fears Correct. and it creates this like Correct. pile of dump right. that nobody gets what they want at the end of the day and we end up offending people and we end up doing all these nasty yeah. things to people. And you can't take it back. And you can't. You say things that you regret later on when you really have a better understanding. Right. Whether it's going to anger management classes, domestic violence classes, or mm-hmm. sitting before the judge or in jail. Yeah. You know, you, once you get that clarity and you go, you know what? This was not really worth it. Right, right. So fear. Uh, I think we should dwell on that. Dwell. What's the word? Dwell on that. Yeah. I think we should uh, develop that a little further. Fear, I think so. I think because so. Because I feel that there's more to it. There's fear, for example, how on how mothers treat their sons. <gasps> Mothers can emasculate a son. Yes. And there's fear in the middle of all that. Obviously, there's fear between relationships. There's fear between relationships of brothers to sisters and sisters to brothers and right. brothers to brothers. Right. The word fear, and I feel like fear is just like a tool, like a hammer that the devil uses yeah. uh, to be able to control people. That's because it. Because it's strong. Oh, my goodness. You know what? There's, when you speak about that, I remember I had an opportunity to buy a house when I was 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And I saved up the money and the down payment for, well, I'm not going to date myself, but I had enough money for the down payment. Uh-huh. And I went and I met the realtor and this house was so big, Dennis, yeah. you could stand in one room in the living room and throw a football in the dining room, into the dining room without, without tearing up anything. Yeah. And so what happened was, I was afraid. Mm. I looked at how large that house was, and I looked at how inadequate I felt about it. Do I deserve this? I went through all of these things while this lady's talking to me, and she could see it. And she said, please, young man, just invest in yourself. Mm. And everything she was saying was true, but the fear just was so great inside of me that what I couldn't wait till she finished to say, ma'am, you know, thank you so much for your time and coming down here and all that. I appreciate everything. You know what I went and did? Mm-hmm. I went and bought me some speakers <laughs> and a turntable. Yeah. No and way. a receiver. Were you going to be a DJ? No, I just, I just, I guess I needed some sad music to, 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 to you know, to, to make with, me feel better. Yeah. The, yeah. 
You know, and the lady just gave me all kind of scenarios. You could work at McDonald's and make enough money to pay for this house. And oh, she was willing to work with me. And fear stopped me right in my tracks. So what you're saying is that fear can make you do things. Or, or not. Or not do things. Correct. I, I know for a fact, I, I, I went to a, become a citizen. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was like seven, eight years ago. And I had a record because I, I got arrested for fighting and uh -huh. being, being drunk in right. college. I was going around like fighting people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. I'll tell the story later about that. It, it ties to fear, you know, it yeah. ties to all these things. But I went to it and obviously the uh, US, uh, USCIS officers are very, very stern, very strict. Yeah. I'm sitting in front of this lady and she's uh interviewing me and it comes you know she's going page by page and we get to the page of like my record uh -huh. and i'm being honest about everything right yeah and she goes but you, you can see the look in her face of like disappointment and i'm like yeah. oh man this lady's not gonna give me my citizenship and i'm fearing because my uh residence card was gonna expire at the time and then she goes go ahead and write right here And they give me a sentence that Christopher Columbus was a piece of <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Columbus. I forgot. I remember it was Christopher Columbus something. Uh, and Tim, I forgot how to write. I got literally legit, legit forgot how to write. And when I when it kind of came back to me, uh -huh. I started writing in cursive. Now I, I I haven't written in cursive since I was like in fourth grade. Right, right. They, they taught me back in Guatemala how to write in cursive. But they don't do that in the U.S. They don't even do that anymore. Although my daughter actually got some cursive, but it was like one little piece of like they, they don't. It's not a thing. Yeah. So I started writing like I was in the fourth grade, like in cursive oh. letters, and I was so afraid of not getting my citizenship. See, my citizenship was attached to like my mother coming yeah. to the U.S. Yeah. Uh, me being able to apply for other stuff, like me able to vote, all these cool right. like right. benefits. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So called. But I freaking I forgot how to write. So I know for a fact that fear can literally make you or not right do uh -huh. something. That's it. It can paralyze you. Paralyze you. Yeah. And this is important to mention. Because a lot of people have done dumb things from fear. Correct. They've killed people. Correct. From fear. Yeah. They've hurt people from yeah. fear. Yeah. Or they've been abused. Yeah. Because they haven't stood up out of fear. Right. So, I think that's maybe it should be our next topic. We should dive a little bit into like bullying, and how fear then connects to you know right. a bully or also right. the victim as well. Too. Right. Because you're absolutely 100% right. Because the thing of it is. Fear manifests within us from somewhere outside of us mm -hmm. because we're taught to fear. Right. And so we carry that fear even if we get out of that situation. We move out of the ghetto. We move out of the barrio. Yeah. And we move. But that fear is still within us. It's still there. And so until we address interpersonally that fear, then and no matter where we go, yeah. we're going to be afraid. We're going to be true. afraid of snakes or afraid of flying an airplane, afraid of something. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's come back then. Uh, we're on our fifth one now, right? The fifth. So we'll come back on episode number six to talk a little bit about uh, the extension of fear. Right. Into, um, what was it? I just lost my train of thought. In relationships. Relationships. And how it transcends in different areas. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just one blanket, I'm afraid. It's different levels of fear. And how it makes you do it makes you do things. Yeah. And, and how can pe how people have end up, ended up doing like really really wrong I mean right. killing someone right right uh, and I'm just not I'm not talking about defending right yourself because that's one type of like I was in fear of dying because this guy was like or this was happening sure. I'm talking about like you 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 out of your fear you end up doing drugs and then you, right. and your like loss of like you know reality 
you end up doing something, you know, out of fear. Exactly. Because you went into it with fear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we are live again on Steel Sharp and Steel. Number five. So All we'll see right. you guys on number six. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Dennis. Don't forget to subscribe, right? Yeah. Hit that button and we'll see you guys on number six. All right. Take care, everyone. <laughs>